there's an old story, and I imagine you've heard it before, that uh, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson were on a camping trip. Late at night as they, they looked up, Sherlock Holmes said, Doctor, what do you see? And Dr. Watson, all right, this could be a, a test with Sherlock Holmes. So he says, I see the vast expanse of heavens. I see stars beyond number. I see galaxies. I see the spreading of a universe above us, which is so vast, it can make us question our meaning, our very existence, for we are but specks of dust in such a beautiful, complex, wonderful universe. What do you see, Sherlock? And Sherlock said, I see someone has stolen our tent. Well, John was so, Dr. Watson, was so um, quick to rush to the meaning and the next thing that he missed the obvious thing. We do that. We do it a lot. Now, I need to warn you, uh, in fiction, they'll usually put a disclaimer. Any resemblance to any actual person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Not this time. This, these, uh, these little illustrations, stories, vignettes, whatever, uh, they may have been said by you. They may have been done by you, but they've been said and done by me too. I'll give you an example. My mom likes to talk. I actually don't like to talk. Now that's hard for some of you to believe because the only times you see me, I'm talking. But I talk for my work. And when I'm not working, I, I go quiet. Which uh, Miss Cammie appreciates too because she's the same way. That said, I was taking my mom back to her retirement complex after Thanksgiving. She lives about two and a half hours from us. And I didn't need a radio. <clears throat> I didn't need vocal cords because she just talked all the way down. It, it becomes very funny, actually, after a while. But on this particular one, she was just going over all these stories about people she knew. And she went, well, well they're dead now. Every story ended with a, they're dead now or I think they're dead now. Even those that had a hint of redemption, you know, they would say, you know, you know them? I'm going, yeah, uh, I do. Well, his wife died. She's dead now. And But he met this wonderful widowed lady. They, uh, they got married and oh, she was so nice to him. And I'm thinking, and then she would go, I think they're dead now all the way down. Now, it was funny. It was, it was hilarious to me, and I was just grinning the whole way. Well, I brought that up on Facebook, social media, and most people got it. Some didn't. Now, maybe they didn't get it because they think I'm stupid, but I don't think that's it. I think they didn't get it because they're still bruised by the loss of someone they love, but they didn't get the fun. They said, one of these days, you're gonna wish you could still hear your mother's voice tell those stories. Oh, how I wish I could hear my mother tell, uh, just. And then of course, a few people don't think I own a calendar, clock, or mirror. So they would say things such as, well, when you get to a certain age, you know, your friends are all dead. I know. Don't rush past the joy to get to the pain. Don't rush by the joy to get to the pain. We do that, and I don't know why. This moment, 
we need to look up and see someone took our tent. And then we can talk about what all that means. We need to live in the immediate. Paul told us, redeem the time, buy it back. We don't do that though. We live over there. We rush past joy to get to pain or just as awful. We rush past the pain to get to the joy. I'll explain. Being a minister of sorts over the last 40 plus years, I've done a lot of funerals and it's, it's getting better, but it used to be every single funeral. You'd hear somebody walk up to somebody who shattered. They just lost their wife, their husband, their mom, as my mother would say, they're dead now. And, and so the survivors are sitting there, the shell-shocked grandkids. And people will walk up to them and go, well, they're in a better place now, and we'll all see them together in heaven, and it's all gonna be good. I, I believe that. I own a Bible, read it, liked it. Not gonna give away the end. We do those on Wednesday with a series of the book of Revelation, but acknowledge the pain live in that moment, deal with the pain, sit with them in their pain, and don't rush past it. Now, we were very fortunate to be surrounded by wise, loving, caring, and good friends. When a couple of months ago, we were just shell-shocked when we were fired and even not listed as members anymore. Uh, and that was just beyond anything we'd ever imagined. I am so grateful for all who responded in love. And a lot said, oh, don't worry, you're gonna land on your feet. You're gonna get jobs everywhere. God loves you and it's just, and they meant, they meant well. And I know these people, I know them personally and they are brilliant friends. But then I had a friend who said, who emailed me. He said, Patrick, when you're in these kinds of situations, don't just do something, sit there. And I just thought, I have found a wise man. Now, why would I say that? Because I was also rushing past the grief to get to the joy. I was ignoring it. I was, I was shoving it to the side, saying, no, 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 God's got this. God's got a plan in this somehow. And I believe that God's got this. And in fact, I think the way he's been blessing our Safe Harbor Church has been astounding. You guys have been sharing the videos. You guys have been watching our worship. We had over 1,300 views of yesterday's worship. And it's not even been 24 hours yet. Wow. Over 200 of you have signed up membership from afar. It is, it's astounding. And yet, I'm still not ready to go there without acknowledging my grief and, and without acknowledging my wife's grief. See, that's the thing. You got two people in grief, they move at different speeds and they back up at different speeds. So we need to take time to breathe and grieve. So thank all of you who say, God's got this, you've got this, it's gonna be great. Thank you. We do need to hear that but we're not gonna rush past the pain to get to the joy. And with my mom, I'm not gonna rush past the joy to get to the pain. Live now, live now.
don't rush by the Christmas lights on your way to buy Christmas lights. Look at them. They're gorgeous. I wish we lit up stuff like that all year round. I really do. Uh, I've had people say, oh, I wish the Christmas spirit would last all year. I don't really know if I want back in the days of the crowded stores for that to always be, but I get the point. I do. I'm going to live today. I've had people, you know, they'll say, oh, it's Monday. I, I only get that a little bit because as a minister, I don't get weekends off. So, you know, um, but I understand what you mean. Oh, I've got to do this to get there. Don't go there yet. Live now. Don't rush by our holiday. Christmas is coming, but don't think I've all, got to, all the things I've got to get done. Why don't we just say, let's think about today. What can I do today? What's around me today? And redeem the time, get it back. Because before you can redeem the time, you've got to be in it. God bless.